You have wondered what you would be able to do if you were the ultimate version of you, right? You would then have an easy time creating what you want, and yes, effortlessly enjoying life too. Now, you may know this already, the influence you have over your reality is far beyond what you've been told. Soon, you realize that your outer world is merely a mirror of your inner world, and we're here to connect the dots for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to God Mode. We will disclose powerful cheat codes for those of you who know you're ready to win or win bigger and to be the ultimate you because it's time. Presented by Upgrade, we are programmers of the human mind. And if you're here listening carefully, we will show you how to rewrite your codes that govern your reality. Till now, these cheat codes have been only offered to those who are privileged to be within the inner circle of the true masters. Now, enter God mode. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, hello. Brady, how's it going, brother? Oh, man, another day in paradise. We love Arizona, if you guys haven't figured that out by now. We say it enough on the podcast. <laughs> Truly do love it down here, though. It's awesome. We need a, like a, some sort of state credit every time people move and they can attribute it to our talking about it, but yeah. I mean, I'll take some credit from the state. <laughs> Love Any that. state wants to give me credit, I'll take it. <laughs> nice. uh, Michael, what are we talking about today? Um, let's talk about a topic that you know you and I kind of talk about privately a lot, about being aware more of signs within our environment. Something that we've learned a lot within Upgrade over the past you know four years for myself, uh, going on two years now, training with William all these skill sets that we learn about updating our operating system, how they allow us to consider more options and expand the lens, our filters of what's going on, how we're perceiving the data in the world. Mm -hmm. And we start to pick up all these different signs. I mean, you and I have both have things happen recent to us, happened to us in the recent years that were like, oh man, that was a sign. And it was something that I could have learned at the time. Let me get the less, lesson now. Mm -hmm. I remember recently... I told you, I think I might have told this in the podcast too, I purchased a motorcycle. It's sweet. It was sweet. It's sweet. Indian uh, Scout Bobber, good bike. It's uh, always nice to be in a machine that's well built. Uh, you can attest that with a Tesla. Like a Tesla. This <laughs> <laughs> is much louder. <laughs> it's, got some, it's got some torque to it's it, I'll sweet. tell you that. I drive it safely, Mom, if you ever watch this. That's right. We're all driving safe <laughs> and well on the road today as we drive about. You're safe and well. Um, so yeah, the, the, the reward was... a for a financial incentive that I had done for myself and some other things. So it's time to reward my unconscious mind. We talk about this in the focused training, how we want to set up the life of rewards. In our most recent podcast episode, we talk about how much pleasure can you endure. So I rewarded myself. And then as soon as I did, and I mean literally as soon as I did, I got a text from William. Now my phone was on do not disturb, so I did not see the text right away. But it happened when I was signing at the Indian, the AZ, go AZ motorcycles here in, in Scottsdale. Um, he's like, hey, the the text from William just literally, because, you know, he asks things. He's like, hey, did you resolve something? Yeah. Because <laughs> did you resolve something so on his <laughs> end out of the blue? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he gets the notifications when we get payments. He's like, hey, did you resolve something? Because so-and-so just paid and so-and-so, two people just paid who hadn't paid in a while. And I was like, I, uh, you know, I got the text after I was leaving. And I was like, you know, I... I think I did resolve something a couple of days ago because I just decided to go off and reward myself with a motorcycle that I've been putting off. And he's like, yeah, so-and-so just paid. And I was like, 
immediately it was like my unconscious mind now it's been with all the new skill sets it's like okay what is what does this mean this is a sign for me to take a lesson right now because i rewarded myself and then something in the universe shifted right away and energy came to me came to upgrade so what can i learn from that and the learning for me in in that moment was i really need to be more aware of those old dichotomies those old programs that were starting to catch up with me in, in a way of do I deserve X, Y, and Z enough because I haven't gone through enough pain? Wow. And those old programs were starting to creep up. So as much as I am trained now in mental programming, those old programs are very ingrained into the foundations of who we are. So that old program was coming up and I hadn't rewarded myself in a while with a big one. You know, I do meditation. I'll take myself out for a nice dinner, but a big one that my unconscious mind was like, it's time. So that was a sign for me to be like, really stay aware of the programs that I am writing for myself at all times. Wow. And it's funny too, because the, that serves as a sign. If you really look at what happened, you're there at the dealership, you've made the commitment to go, it's been a minute and I think I deserve something. I've Mm. been, you're, I mean, if people only knew all the stuff that you do behind the scenes operationally, you are there, you were the steady stalwart rock in so many things. It's like, it's definitely, I would think it would be more than time for you to reward yourself. And so interestingly enough though, as a viewer listening, when was the last time you rewarded yourself? Right? So going back to this, you're there at the dealership, you've committed to this outcome. I deserve this. I deserve good things. I want something cool. It's been on the horizon. I'm gonna go get that Indian motorcycle. And then William on the other side of town <laughs> texts you at the same time. And he says, did you resolve something? Mm. Not, I got my spidey senses tingling, but I just noticed that two payments went through. Boom, ba-boom. Correlated? Well, let me ask Michael, did you resolve something? And that looks like faith and it sounds like total alignment. It also could sound like whatever else people want to attribute it to. But the point is, is that the second you start looking for significance in the events that are happening in your life, the second they're everywhere, they start popping up. And the thing of it is, is you can also do the inverse, which a lot of people do. I used to do this where I'm deleting things or I'm I'm eagerly looking to call something a coincidence. Mm. Couldn't tell you why. Because what if it was like this thing that benefited me? What if it was this this outcome that I had been looking for? and But I would rather chalk it up to coincidence because what? Well, then if it's not a coincidence, then it's tied to something that I either don't have the time to explain or to dive into, or it, it might sound like woo-woo or whatever, and I don't know how to... We're all energetically connected, and if it's... If that's the first time you're hearing that, then welcome to the show. If it's, <laughs> <laughs> there is so there are so many things that that signal to this. Anecdotally, you know, people are waiting for the white paper. Keep waiting, but you can sense that there is something that does connect all of us. And there's a host of different ways that you can feel it. You think about that person, and then they call you. You 
consider what would happen if this good thing happened and then it does the, the list goes on and on and a lot of them like are just be, flippant things that people throw out there but then some people go see this has significance you see 11 11 on the clock i literally see it every single day hmm. to the point where it was that an angel number or is that something i've biologically programmed my internal clock regardless of what it is every time i see it I feel like, boom, I, I've caught something. I think I'm, I'm on the right path. I'm doing good today. I'll pause, halt, look retroactively, look ahead. Where's my focus today? Does that mean that my microwave is giving me profound cosmic signals of ascension and consciousness? It does if I give it that significance. Mm. Otherwise, it's just 11.11 on my microwave. So it's like these things all correlate. And it's just funny that we're sharing this with people. And it's like it's so obvious to us. Like you go buy a motorcycle and William has this thing happen and immediately reaches out. Oh, what'd you resolve? Like it, it's, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, of course, William is super highly trained. So he understands to ask that question. Right. Mm. And that's what we hope to encourage all of our clients who've been through upgrade X. They know to ask these questions too, because we teach this. Everyone can agree that human beings are made of energy and that we all have an energy connection. That's literally how the world is made up between energy. I would say that humans give the most significant representation of money, excuse me, of energy through money because mm. it's the way that we exchange. It's the way that the world is created. That's right? a good way of putting that. We put so much value as human beings because it is the way that we support ourselves through survival, which is our basic need, and then thriving, which is the next level of it. Money is attached to both of those areas of our lives. So there's so much energy put in there. So William knows to ask a question like that. Hey, did I resolve something? Because money now came to him and to me because there was some kind of energetic shift, right? So you got to be aware of these signs of other things in your life. How can you correlate them in some way? Is money not flowing to you and is money not flowing to you as quickly as you want it to be? Because if maybe there's another error of your life, maybe it's romantic, maybe it's health, uh, maybe it's spirituality, personal growth, family, who knows, um, that if there's a sign there that you will be able to learn from it, money could flow to you faster. And who knows what that sign could lead to. One of um, a really cool story about Gerard Butler, who's the actor from 300, yeah? 300, law-abiding citizen, uh, yeah. a couple rom-coms. Yeah, I'm going to let Brady tell this because he remembers the story more um, I think I might have been in a trance, honestly, during that whole training. But I remember, like, big picture. I'll let you get the details, but it's a good story about Gerard Butler and he, how he recognized science in his life. Well, in, in for context, Gerard Butler is looking uh, at the time. I He had some job, just like a job that he didn't like. He wasn't Gerard Butler. He was like a dude. I don't know if he was work, working at a bar or something, right? Mm. Um but the context, the setup for how this story was told is that um, I think it was the guy that was telling us the story, you know, a friend of, of Upgrades. Mm -hmm. He is invited to Deepak Chopra's uh, intimate, high performer type of event. And so it's an intimate setting, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. So Gerard told it at Deepak. He stands up and tells this story. That's right. Because Deepak yeah. is there at the front of the room. Now I'm just remembering, yeah. Yeah, and he's basically, uh, so our, our, you know, the guy that's sitting down who is relaying the story and saying this is what Gerard said, he, uh, he's sitting down, he's got a seat open next to him, and he sees this guy coming from the back right before the event starts, he sits down next to him, guy looks over, he's like, wow, that guy's face, he looks familiar, whatever. Deepak starts his uh, event, 
And within a couple of minutes, he signals to Gerard in the audience. He goes, what we're talking about is the correlation of all things, um, better known as synchro destiny, which is a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. But Gerard, can you tell us your story? Because if this isn't the best way to tell it, you know, what is? So Gerard stands up and the guy who's relating the story goes, oh, that's why I know that guy. He's in like 300, you know? Mm -hmm. Gerard says he was working a job that he didn't care much for. And he had just in his mind determined after watching a show one day or something, he's like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> Great. <laughs> I probably can't keep it up. <laughs> I want to be an actor. That's me now. I'm going to be an actor. I, I don't know how, but I'm so clear on that. That resonates with my soul. That all these other things I can do, I, I, I want to be an actor. I'm going to look for every possible opportunity to become an actor. I feel like that's my calling. Mm. So one day, he, I think he's leaving... Uh, like a restaurant or something and he, he happens to go out a back alleyway he's exiting and and walking and bang he hears something coming from like the second story uh, of the building it's like a series of of different offices and buildings worked into a building bang he hears something and he looks up a couple other people on the street they also look up hey can't see the source of what that noise was but his eyes found a sign and it was something like barnaby and signs but on the sign was his birthday. He's like, oh, I, you know, that must be the year was established. The significance is not there, or is it? And he's like, checks his watch. He's got a little time. I'm curious, what? why does that sign have my birthday? I can't get over that. I keep staring at it. What I was about to go do feels less important. I need to find my way up to this door. He circles the building, eventually finds the stairway that gets up there, goes to the door and sees the sign now closer. There it is. That's Gerard Butler's birthday. Turns to this door, nothing remarkable about it, old, beaten up, no signage. Knocks on it. No answer. Okay, I'm up here knocking on the door because the sign has my birthday. Like, come on, Gerard, what am I? He knocks again. Two minutes of just knocking and knocking on this door, trying to get a response. Nothing. He starts hollering. Is anyone in there? Hello? Is anyone in here at all? Another two minutes of just straight knocking. I mean, you got to imagine you're walking by on the street, some guy's hammering a door for five minutes yelling at it. It's like, my dude, no one's there. Go home. <laughs> yeah. But then someone answers the door. It's like a, a shorter, older woman. And she says, do you have an appointment? And he's, no, ma'am, my, uh, this is going to sound crazy. My name is Gerard. And I just, I feel called to be here in front of you and knock on this door. And I know how that sounds. I know you don't know me. <laughs> I, I saw the sign. The sign has my birthday on it. And I felt like I needed to come here. Do you know why? <laughs> this lady just looks at him like, do I know why? You're knocking on my door. Hmm. Why would I know this? And no, I'm sorry, but if you don't have an appointment, you need to leave. And Gerard is, well, ma'am, I, I, this sounds, I need to be here. I'm called to be here and I cannot tell you why. Can you please tell me why? Can, can I come inside? Can we, I need to move the needle on whatever it is that's calling me to your door right now. And she said, no, I'm sorry. Look, I, if you don't have an appointment, there's no further business. Please, you know stay your business or leave hmm. so this guy starts to get a little like you've got a path in your mind i'm starting to sound a little nuts 
do I stop talking to this lady and leave and chalk up the whole last 20 minutes, 15 minutes of my life to some far-flung coincidence I'm trying to infer out of nothing, finding meaning out of nothing, or do I feel like there's a reason I was told to do this and I'm this far in? He's this far in. My name is Gerard Butler and I know I'm going to be an actor and I know that in every way and I, I feel like I'm called to be here today and I, I need to come inside. I need to discover what's calling me here and knocking on your door. They go back and forth for like another, I mean, it was told it was like five minutes. I'm like, let's say it was like three, four minutes. This guy sounds at, le- at this point <laughs> pretty nuts. And he's raising his voice. I'm an actor. I know I'm meant to be an actor. And I know that that has led me here. And I can't tell you why, but I know this is why I'm supposed to be here. Finally, in the back of the room, a man's voice says, well, after about 10 minutes of this, the whole block can hear you. But I actually like how your voice sounds. I'm actually a film director. (laughs) He's like, at any other point, someone would have just left at a simple dismissal, but you went through every kind of emotion. And I got to sit here and listen to it. Tell you what, there was a playhouse across the street. Go over there. Here's a lady's name uh, and give her my card and tell her that I sent you. We'll hook you up with some work. You'll start low, do a few plays, and then eventually we'll get you in a good job because I think there's something to how you're talking. Now this, first off, why didn't the guy speak up sooner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Gerard Butler's telling this story now in, in, in this setting of Deepak Chopra and he sits down and Deepak basically says, there is significance in all things. If you have clarity in what you want and you choose to find it in everything you're doing. Mm. Yeah, there's a, there was a commitment level that Gerard obviously had at that time in his life, right? He wanted to be an actor, knew that it was a calling for him in some way, and then he listened to the signs that were around in our environment. And as you said, there is, uh, I guess, a stigmatism behind it sometimes Mm. where people are like, did that just really happen? That sign? does Does that mean anything? Could. Who knows? We're not the guys to say yes or no, right? We're not the guys to tell you because it's going to be subjective too. With that sign, you may see something and I might see something completely different. It could mean something different to you versus me. These past couple episodes, we've kind of given some suggestions for our viewers, for our listeners of how to get out of a negative state, of how to begin to become more resourceful and how to ask yourself the question on the last episode, how do you endure more pleasure? You can do these things. You can have these things for yourself if you become a detective of your environment. William says this a lot. We say this a lot at Upgrade. There are secrets hidden in plain sight for us at all time. Everything that's already happened, you could say in a way has already happened. It's there for us to discover again. That's a next level, you know, theory to think about, right? You know, I know you and I have private conversation about that, that, hey, this universe of us, this image of us has kind of already happened in a way. Mm -hmm. But it's a sign also too that that means there's things in our environment that we can learn from all the time if we're looking for them, if we're open to that, right? Mm. It's a next level of flexibility and imagination that we can do it. Gerard Butler is one cool example to think about. I mean, we wouldn't have 300 without it. I couldn't live if we didn't have 300. 
What's he's seen a couple of rom coms too? Right? Oh yeah, I mean he's a ladies man. He's a charming dude. He's chiseled. You got this big old gorilla of a man pounding down your door. By the way, this shop was it was a tailored shop. That film director director happened to be there because he was getting a a very new suit done and he had an appointment i mean the center the, the alignment of that moment and mm. he, he's just pounding down the door and this lady is just baffled oh. at certain points do you start to feel like what am i doing it, you know when you start attributing significance to all these things but first off what does it cost you to start thinking that hey there actually might have been some sort of meaning behind this event happening mm. it what is that going to cost you from thinking that way Right. So if anything, you're at a sum zero there. And, and if, oh, well, if I share it with somebody, you know, who knows what they're going to think? Okay. Well, then keep it to yourself until you feel comfortable. But it's okay to start inferring meaning from things that are happening in your life. But as you're doing that, it, it's also really important to like infer the best possible meaning. Because in the, I think it was the last episode we talked about, if someone describes everything that happens in their life as another reason why, oh, I'm just so unlucky, then you're definitely building something that's just not the thing you want to be building mm. and if you are looking at every single thing that happens oh wow i got this uh, tax return that was way more than i thought or like what we talked about with you where you were able to like uh, coincidentally avoid a kind of a, a slump in some of the market by just a handful of things you're a lucky guy you know and there are uh, compounding reasons to find in your environment all day every day that you are cared about by the people around you you're meant for incredible things money can come to you easily and there are just a few things that if you considered them differently might actually open some some serious doors and that is that's given me so much comfort and so much direction and it sounds a certain way to some people until i say can you describe what salt tastes like if you've never had salt and then what else are you going to say about salty if you can't describe color to someone that doesn't have vision, it's kind of a difficult conversation to have. So when we describe what it might mean to feel that there's an energetic connection between all people, that our words are really actually defining and creating our reality, and that there are things occurring around you every day, and they are immensely significant if you choose to give them significance. Those things are all there. But if you haven't tasted salt and you can't see color, it's hard for us to describe that to that person until they've had that firsthand experience. And then you do, whether it's through breath work, a lot of people find it through yoga, through breath work. Um, there's a host of other ways. We usually recommend more you know, holistic approaches like that. Um, but either way, you can start tapping into something bigger. And when you do, it, it can reframe your whole life. It's not going to happen permanently. It could, but more often it's, it's like a muscle that has to be discovered. Oh, I'm discovering this sensory unified. We're all connected. We're all at the center of the universe and that we are all kind of together in this. If you can feel that and work it like a muscle, that muscle gets stronger and stronger. And then just more and more alignment seems to happen. I mean, it's, it's pretty remarkable stuff for sure. And as you said, it's a, it's a skill set that we need to nurture and build. I'll give you an example. We have a client who jumped into our sales guide training a couple months ago. And anyone who jumps into any level of our trainings, you know this, and our clients know this too. We always ask our clients to begin with our Upgrade Focus Challenge because it's the foundation of everything that Williams created with Upgrade. We are the mental programmers. The person, the client is the user. 
You have to tell us, design for us what you want. That's why the foundation of focus is so important. 100 material items, 100 experiences, 90 year timeline. This is the foundation. You're the user. Design it for us and we'll help you then install with our formulas and our algorithms. So this client, I talked to him actually uh, two days ago. I asked him how he's doing and he hasn't started the focus challenge yet. He's jumped into the rest of the sales god virtual training. And I was like, dude, you got to go back. Mm. You got to go back. He's like, no, man, I don't really understand. I don't understand why. And I tell him this and I show him my Trello board. And I showed him my 100 wants, 100 experiences. There are 1,000 now because in Upgrade X Gold, we do 1,000, 1,000. And I show him the 90-year timeline. And he starts to get super excited. But then he had that little nervous moment of, well, I don't know how to do this, dude. I don't know. Like, this is something I don't really practice. Like, it's okay. It's a skill set that I didn't really practice until about five years ago. Mm. But the imagination that we can practice, we've talked about this on prior episodes. I think it's important for us to talk about again. The imagination is the divine feminine energy of us. And I know this as a male, and that doesn't mean that just I'm always tapping into this one. The masculine energy is that willpower. Mm. A lot of us use willpower too much in other areas of our lives, and then we get zapped of energy. And if you could tap into the imagination more, I mean, Napoleon Hill talks about this in Think and Grow Rich, which was a book written in the 1920s and 30s about how the most successful people were tapping into their imagination. That was the 1920s and 30s. And we've obviously known this innately as human beings much before that. So if you're out there, you're you're new to this, wherever you are, you're walking your dog, you're at the gym, and you're listening to this right now, I want you to begin to consider how often are you tapping into your imagination? Are you thinking beyond what is quote-unquote reality? Because Brady and I are sitting here right now doing a podcast, and you're listening to this, obviously, 25, 30 years ago, this is not a reality. Podcasting, streaming over the internet, people FaceTiming over the phones 25, 30 years ago, that's not a reality. Magic. But nowadays, it's very common. Mm. It's almost like, ah, whatever, dude, some guy's FaceTiming. So what's going to be considered realistic in 25, 30 years from now? You want to begin to think like that. When you're asking yourself, how can I get ahead now? And then ask yourself, I wonder what the world's going to be like in 5, 10 years from now. And what's a skill set that I could figure out today that in 5, 10 years from now is going to be massively beneficial for me at that time? That's imagination. And that's creative imagination with skill sets. And I think there's a reason that the person listening to this today found this today. And it either has significance or it's a coincidence. So you right now need to decide. Because the most unbelievable things happen when everything has significance. You know, there was a, a study, and I don't want to go, I don't want to watch it, uh, but basically they, they did a survey of people from a certain generation. I want to say it was like somewhere between like the 40s, 50s, 60s, people that were at that time, you know, maybe in their, um, in their 30s, their 40s. Uh, so several generations uh, prior to, let's say, millennial Gen Zs. And they asked them, you know that inner voice in your head, like when you think a thought inside and, and you've got kind of that like kind of inner talking voice that that's your internal mind voice. What is that voice? What does it sound like? What's the timber? Is it like your voice? Is it a higher pitched version of your voice? Describe that. And what they found was not the data that they thought they, thought they were going to get. 
it was that there was a majority, and I don't know if it was much more than 50%, but a slight majority answered, what voice? Hmm. <laughs> Perhaps in, in, the, in Napoleon Hill writing this in the 1920s, as a successful entrepreneur, as someone that has used imagination as a very strong muscle, he's able to comprehend that the power of the imagination combined with willpower and execution creates something unbelievable. And really that might be the next phase of human evolution. Consciousness starts to ascend, grow, expand. Thoughts come in a way that they've never had before because you're combining the masculine and the feminine. You're, you're imaginative. You're not just to go out there, do, 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 you know, kind of rat race thing. And so the, the notion that they, um, you may be listening to this today because you have lived your life in such a way to where you know that you are deserving of more. You're uh, innately creative in some way, and you've got to give yourself credit regardless of what people have told you. And you deserve to have better. Also, you kind of need to be the person to do it. And so with all of those things uh, kind of oscillating around in your mind today, realize that there is significance in everything that you think, hear, and see. You have a connection to what's next. You deserve to have that. Everyone does. But most people are still finding it and they'll find it in a, like a motivational speech on YouTube and they'll find it in some pump up music. But do those things cause you to evolve as a member of the human species? Because the things that do bring, and these are obvious symbols, we see them all the time, a sense of control in their lives, a sense of peace they're able to have money basically appear at will they're able to find other like-minded people that think and operate in that same way and they have uh no desire to take from other people they're not greedy they're not warfaring they understand that you can win or win bigger there is no win lose there is no in order for me to eat someone's got to starve they've transcended all of those thoughts and when you get to that point and there's a whole tier about this, the, the value levels, which we can, we've talked about before and we can go into depth, maybe another episode. But when you get to that point where I can win and the person to the left and the right of me, I can also help them win instead of taking out of their purse or whatever, you change the world around you slowly, sometimes overnight, sometimes in a handful of months, a couple of years, however far back X or Y setbacks may be, get through them, move forward. Hmm. There's a lot to unpack in this episode, but I think what you said if someone's listening to this for the first time, or maybe this is someone listening to this for the first time in a new mindset, a new perspective, there's a sign, there's a reason for it. Become a detective of your world internally first, because we shape everything internally first. And then also look for signs in the environment too that it's going to give you more clues, give you more data. That's what we're looking for. Richer, fuller experiences from richer, fuller choices within our minds. So detective of your environment that is that's the quote of the, the pod that's cool nice well good episode my friend till uh, next time everyone we appreciate you guys uh please share and like this with someone if you think they're gonna get value too oh they definitely will see ya